money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? Oh, yeah, I'm ready to talk money today. Oh, you are, you are really ready to I talk am. money today. Oh, well, Pastor Ray Borg is here, so, you know, I get always a little feistier when I... Yeah, right. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Ray. And uh, for, for those who haven't... Uh, uh, listen to any of the shows or any of the archive shows if you're new or if you're uh, a long-time uh, listener. Um, we It is very true. The three of us always have uh, awesome conversations. And this is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. And, and um, that's, that's what we're going to do this morning. So pretty excited about that. If you'd like to access archive shows or shows that uh, if you're listening uh, online or you're listening on the radio, uh, we do, uh, again, broadcast on CHRI in the Ottawa area on Friday mornings at 9 o'clock. And so shout out to CHRI and, and just their support and, and the way that they uh, so often uh, are doing all the behind-the-scenes technical stuff. So really, really appreciate CHRI. And, and you can listen to the podcast anytime uh, on morethanenough.ca, chri.ca. And of course, uh, with Ray here, notmine.ca is the uh, is where where it hangs over there uh, with you, Ray. So mm-hmm. excellent. Yep. Let's let's jump in. I know Reb's like biting at the bit bit here to jump right in. So we're a week away from Black Friday. It we, has happened, but the Black Friday sales are always already on. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, we're a week away from that, and we are a couple of weeks to, I guess, ten days maybe from Advent. Right. So the advent where we look mm-hmm. to the coming of Christ, not just him in a manger, but also we reflect on his second coming. And um, I was thinking because we're approaching Christmas so quickly um, and we've tried this year in 2020 to talk about parables or stories with Ray from the word. And then we spend our 28 minutes talking about, you know, a, a parable on money or a story. So I thought we would actually talk about the wise men bringing gold and frankincense and myrrh today. But I was thinking about it because in the past, when we were meeting for, uh, for church in a building, um, and when our kids were growing up, I would always run a Christmas pageant. Uh, sometimes I wrote the Christmas pageant or borrowed one and I'd lead this Christmas pageant and, and uh, I would designate what kid would get what part. And I guess I have that question in the story that I'm about to read. Uh, what part of that, if you could, if you were going to, if the Lord said to you, okay, well, what person are you in this Christmas story? What part of the pageant would you want to be? And then what get kind of gift would you want to give? Cause we're going to look at the wise men, and we're going to look at the heart of Herod, and we're going to talk about those, the differences between those two. So I'm going to read from Matthew 2, and it says this. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. 
that's an interesting verse on its own. But anyway, we, I digress. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you shall come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented to him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Now, when I read this and I was thinking about this show, I got really excited because, you know, you love Christmas or whatever. And I can imagine all these little kids with plastic crowns on being the wise men or, you know, the shepherds with their with their um, house coats and, you know, their their staffs or their stuffed sheep and you know, that's all a very fun part of the Christmas season. But I guess the more serious questions, I guess I have two. One is, you know, who are you playing? Are you playing Herod's role? Or are you playing the role of the wise men in your own walk with God in your own family in your own communities? And, and if, if, if one of those, if the wise men, you know, you want to be a wise man, of course, we're all going to say we're not Herod, we're not going to kill the Savior. Um, you know, of course, that seems like a no-brainer answer, but we're going to talk about that a little bit more. But what kind of gift are we bringing? Are we bringing? You know, they opened their treasures. They walked so far. Like, this wasn't just a, oh, let's hop in the car and go visit grandma, you know, three hours away. This was a, we have to journey a long time. We got to take our camels. We got these precious gifts and we're following a star and following an ancient prophecy. And they searched for him. So it's just a very interesting story when you actually start thinking about it. But but those are the two questions I have for us all. Like, what part are we playing in this pageant this Christmas? And what kind of gifts are we bringing? So there you go. Now you guys can take it away. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, yeah, I'm looking at Reb going, okay, so um, I'll, I'll jump in first to say, yeah, I think the obvious answer is we'd, we'd love to be, uh, you know, preparing and uh, intentional and all these wonderful words that I love to use because that's what the wise men were is, is they 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 saw something uh, in the sky wherever they were from right you know and and it it was um, inspirational enough to them for them to literally put their life on pause to journey to to prepare to bring gifts like you know I think about how much work it takes us to pack up to go visit grandma three hours I away. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I think to myself, we're not even, we're not even going to worship anything. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like it's uh, so I, I think that, you know, when I, when I did dug into the story and, and, and going like, this is a, a, a massive, um, 
a massive commitment for for these wise men to to follow the king and that's my challenge that's where i got challenged was wow like i i sometimes take my relationship with you know i don't i know i should prepare but i don't prepare and 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 you know it's a money thing it's a time thing it's a you know there's all kinds of excuses and in the end the wise men had those same excuses and they went no 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 wait a minute we're going to worship the king of the jews we like we don't even know what it looks like we don't and when they get there they weren't disappointed right like they they weren't disappointed they were like oh my goodness it's a baby like in a stable or maybe the the baby was in in uh, bethlehem as a as a young you know we're not sure exactly the timing there but the reality was is they they did go to the the palace and the baby wasn't there and and the king wasn't there and they're like well, shucks like here we are that wasn't their that wasn't their response their response was to worship the lord in the humble presence and they still recognize the king so for me talking about where do i fit in the story that's where my brain was is wow all the prep all the all the intentional all of all of all of that and then you know they get to to christ and it was worth it it was worth it for him ray over to you well you know i um i was uh, thinking about your question, Rebecca, um, that whole sense of, um, you know, we're so familiar with the story. And those of us who've had children have seen them in plays and all the activities around that kind of stuff um, and the plays. Um, but we may know the story, but can we see ourselves in the story is really, in some senses, the question you're asking of us. And in that, I, I look at, um, as what Dave was just saying, these wise men, they were um, students of astrology. They were looking for the stars. They were watching. They were intent. And they were intentional. And so they made their provisions. They went to, as you talked about, um, you know, packing up three, uh, all this stuff for a three-hour drive to grandma's. I mean, they went through much more extensive preparations in order to do that in terms of food and everything else and being intentional to pursue um, an, a visit and revelation of the Messiah and the King and presenting their gifts. And, and um, it, it made me think about, Lord, in these days of the pandemic, what is it that I might bring to you? And, um, and even in my own heart, Lord, is there a gift that you're looking for in terms of a greater um, consecration or release of myself to you, um, a, a sense of what they would have experienced bowing down and worshiping this King, this baby Jesus. Lord, is there a place in my heart yet that has not bowed down to you? And um, and so that's just really challenged me as I re read the story in the context of what questions you asked us, Rebecca. And and so I have no answer yet specifically, but I'm just thinking, Lord, this is a time um, of greater surrender to you. And I think that's why I, I, I mean, I, I sense that the Lord wanted us to talk about this. I, I sense that he wants us to bring this to all of you as the listeners, because 2020 has been uh, challenging on lots of levels in different ways for many of us, but it doesn't change who he is. 
It doesn't change the call to seek him. And when you seek me, he says, when you seek me, you will find me. But he asks us to seek with all our hearts. And the question, I guess, comes, uh, you know, and here's an offshoot question is like, are we seeking him? Do we have the tenacity? Do we have the yearning and desire? They, Yeah, they had to be intentional and all that, but you have to, you you have to have that desire. They had to have had, they had the knowledge of the prophecy, the knowledge of the star, but then that desire to go seek him. And I guess that's the challenging part for me in the midst of, you know, this time when many of us, and mind you, it's been nice and warm this fall. So David and I took advantage of putting some Christmas stuff up early, right? Because it was so warm. Like I, I, I was in my shorts when I put the Christmas stuff this year. It was awesome. But, you know, lots of us are celebrating um, or putting out our decorations early. You know, everyone's like, well, this has been such a crazy year. We just want some light, right? We want to put the lights on because it's felt so dark. And that is valid as well. But to understand that his... He is who he is and he hasn't changed. His call to us to seek him hasn't changed. And my question, I guess, is in this Christmas season, as Advent approaches, who, who are we seeking? What are we seeking? And what are we bringing? You know, even if, you know, I know, I know Ray very, I'm not very well, but fairly well. I know his heart. You know, if, if any of us who know him would say, man, you got God's light shining in every place in you and through you, you know, but you know, Ray knows his own relationship in his own heart. And, and, <clears throat> and you who are listening know your heart and your relationship. And God takes us each as we are, but he also doesn't leave us here. So he, I think he wants to challenge us about what we are bringing to him and how are we seeking him? And are we, are we seeking him like the wise men did that, that star and that baby king? And, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I always tend to be uh, flipping to a little bit the practical side. I mean, um, it's good. You know, That's what we love about you. Yeah. And, and, and recognizing that it does take, like, it takes, okay, so I'm, I'm going to commit to doing this. I'm going to, whether it's, you know, uh, something that is, is more personal, like I'm just going to commit to reading through the gospels this Advent season in the quietness of my own, uh, relationship with the Lord. Maybe, maybe that's the commitment, or maybe it's the commitment of we need to look at our finances. We need to look at the money. We need to look at the time that we have, and we're going to intentionally, um, prepare for the coming of the King. And, and, and again, we're using the, the story of the, 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 preparation that the wise men would have needed to do. Remember, they didn't even know how long the journey would last, right? So they're preparing for a journey that they don't know the destination. They don't even know how long they're going to be gone. They, they like, well, they did they not know like Ramey because be that they knew they were heading towards Bethlehem because of the prophecy or not? I would think so. 
But I mean, that's it. I don't read that in my Bible. <laughs> Someone's going to call in and set us straight, you know? And, and I'm good with that. I mean, the, the point is, is that there was preparation and there they, they, they said, hey, we're following the star. We followed it from the east. And and again, yeah, did they know true. the destination? They did they know the prophecy? They, they didn't know that Jesus would be born in, in Bethlehem. So, you know. Because the, the prophecy is, is spoken in Herod's presence. The chief priests and the scribes, they declare it. So whether the wise men knew or not is we probably don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Someone smarter yeah. can figure that exactly. out. But, yeah. but go ahead. Yes. But, but and, and to just bring that home and to say, okay, so there, as we prepare, again, Advent is that, that season of preparedness and, and just talking to each other among yourself if you're a couple or, or if you're, you're single and saying, what am I going to do to be like these wise men where I am preparing to to journey towards the king. Um, and that takes time and it takes intentionality and it takes money and it takes, <coughs> excuse me, some thought process. And so um, I don't know if that's another question to add to, to your questions, Reb, but I, th- I think for me, that's, that's kind of where I'm landing pra- practically this morning is just, what are we going to do? You know, last year I, um, I'll be honest, I've not spent a whole lot of time of looking at the whole Advent season because usually I found myself so busy. But last year, I remember taking up a devotional and reading it every day. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was a season of discovery. And actually, I'm looking forward to doing it once again um, because the awe and wonder of it gripped my heart in a whole new way as I intentionally focused my mind's eye on this season. And um, out of that place of awe and reverence, there I, I know that there was a different expression in my heart, a different lens that I began to see things through. And what these kings did by bringing the gold and frankincense and myrrh, I'm thinking, you know, as we come and worship the Lord, is there anything... You, that we could be doing, like you talked, some of the practical things. Is there ways we can reach out and bless others to encourage them? Because I know a lot of people are really struggling. They're heavy. They're discouraged. Is there things we can do that are within our means that are even simple, perhaps even light touches, a card, a, a small token gift, even a knock on the door and just saying hello from five feet away can be refreshing for people at this season. So it doesn't have to be expensive. Um, those those simple things actually have so much more meaning this Christmas season. So how does that, so I'm just going to ask a question for, you know, everyone's at a different place. So we're talking in this metaphorical, like, you know, place that I like to be sometimes, you know, what, what, what are you bringing? You know, let's be practical. Let's go read scripture over Advent. How does seeking Christ and being kind to your neighbor or reaching out to your neighbor? How does, what does that have to do? Like, because I, I, this is actually where I wanted to go with this discussion because we all have something to give. And, but how does our giving reflect us seeking God, I guess, is what I'm asking. Like, how do the two relate? Well, I'll jump in first, just, just to say that, you know, you've heard me say this many times on this podcast. And, and, um, if, if you've been coached by me, you know, it's, 
we have this DNA within us that that is the generosity of God. It's it's part of our DNA. It's uh, and and it is when we're generous. Uh, and, and again, this is just goes back to that the second greatest commandment is is to love your neighbor, and and to recognize that that is that is the heart. Uh, that is the expression of God. Um, just to our neighbor, to to anyone else. So as we reach out and as we uh, again, sometimes take our eyes off our own, our own selves, mm-hmm. and and look at okay, how do I love my neighbor first? You know, again, it goes back to the 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 story of the the um, the man who gets attacked on on the the good Samaritan, and the good Samaritan picks him up, and you know, we see that as as again that story that Jesus is teaching us that this is the expression of God. Who is my neighbor? Well, it's the person in need that's right in front of you. Uh, and and so the you know when we look at Christ's life and we see so many places that he is just pouring out love and he's pouring out healing and he's pouring out wisdom and he's pouring out all these mm-hmm. things and the same spirit that is in God is in us mm-hmm. uh, the same spirit that is in Christ is in is in us and so we 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 take all these things and we bring that uh, in anticipation right so yeah I mean yeah, I'm. I, you know what? We carry the presence of Lord where we go. It's the, our countenance, the joy we carry, um, the hope that we carry. And, you know, I think of a neighbor uh, a couple weeks ago whose husband's dementia deteriorated, and um, she had to place him in a home. And so she came to tell us that. And so we had run over some flowers to her just to say, you know what? This has been a hard transition. Being married 50 years, we want to be here. We want to love on you. She cried. Can we pray for you? We prayed for her. Those simple things just meant the world to her. Uh, And so there are touch points. And um, I think if we're just mindful of looking at our neighbors, just watching and just a simple hi or a smile or how are you doing, um, can speak volumes for people right now in this season. There's people feeling so isolated um, and and just, you know, doing that kind of scan in my neighborhood. Is there somebody, Lord, you want me to touch? Yeah. Well, I the one thing I think I've been learning this year again um, is as we spend time with the Lord, as we seek the Lord, as we seek him with all our heart, as we spend time in his presence and his word, you know, and worship, enjoying him, he he gives us he gives us the heart for our neighbor as well. So, um, I mean, I think to me that how did Jesus do what he did? Well, yeah, he's the son of God. I get it. But he spent time with his father and the father told him, this is what you're about. This is what I want you doing. And um, anyway, I just really really think that they are connected as we seek Christ this Christmas, as we look to our relationship with God, he gives us the heart to open and opens our heart and our eyes and our ears and our understanding to see our neighbor. And I think that is just a beautiful thing. And really weren't the wise men being the neighbors to Mary and Joseph and their gifts and and what did that? They took those gifts into Egypt. They had resources and money, and um, you know, it, 
Well, anyway. that's a whole other show. You're segueing into a show that we're, you know, here, no, we're not, we're not, you know, because that and, you're absolutely right. Right. You and, know, and I know you say, well, what does all this have to do with money? We talk about the heart issues around money. Well, I mean, we can give to somebody this Christmas, but, but love and compassion and our service to God isn't, and our love of God, our love of God, not even just wanting to, but our love heart relationship with God. You know, sometimes we give, well, they're on my list. I don't really want to give to them, but I'm going to have to, you know, oh, I guess I have to be neighborly. I mean, sometimes we do the right thing and our heart catches up with us. I get it. But wouldn't it be great if we sought Jesus this Christmas, the next six weeks in particular, you know, you take the book of Luke, Luke 1 to Chapter 24, you do one a day, you got the whole Advent month of December covered. You know, you don't even have, December 13th, you read Luke 13. You know, wouldn't it be great if in our seeking, we actually started to get excited? I can imagine the excitement that the wise men felt as they saw the star stand still for them in that sense, right? We're getting closer. We're getting closer. We're getting closer. Wouldn't it be wonderful if you went to bed at night and thought, Lord, I can hardly wait to get up with you in the morning. I can hardly wait to dig into your word. I can hardly wait to show you for you to show me the wonderful things from your word. And yeah, and you take me as I am and you take me with all my even financial shame and my struggles. But wouldn't it be wonderful if we're so focused on that star, on that baby king, uh, on the second coming of Jesus even that we're so filled that it like we just can't wait to get up in the morning and and out of that overflow comes how can I help my neighbor last um uh this week actually sorry I'm gonna cry I don't know why I'm crying our neighbor's dog has gone missing he got hit in their driveway and he took off he's eight months old he's like a baby and um Dave messaged our neighbor. We were actually going to go um, spend some time together in the hot. We have a nice hot tub and we were going to go out there. And I was like, I'd waited all evening to go out there. And Dave starts putting on his socks and his sweater. And I'm like, where are you going? And he's like, I'm going to look for the dog. I'm going to go visit our neighbor. And I'm like, that's why I love Dave so much. And, uh, you know, I love him for all kinds of reasons. But I mean, that I know that that heart compassion response comes out of his time with God. And I know neither of us are perfect. Ray's not perfect, but I just love that example. And what a blessing that heart response is to other people, just like Ray said about their neighbors. And you want us to jump in now? I take it you're you're wiping your eyes, and and we're yes, like, okay, say <laughs> this is radio. Uh, you know, we we do need to jump right in. Uh, so. I don't know. Give Ray the mic. You know, I um, just even talking uh, like we are um, today just actually is stirring my heart. Um, I think. Um, there have been so many things that um, I think we've been listening to and um, uh, processing and discouraged by um, feeling like we would like more people contact, can't do that. And yet um, this is actually stirring me. It's like, Lord, you know what? I, I want to come back to you in that place of 
um, pursuit of you like the wise men and the awe wonder are bowing down before you, presenting gifts to worship you. Um, and to recognize, as I think you said already, Reb, that um, you're coming again one day. Um, and so um, in that place of awe and wonder, um, can you stir something fresh in our hearts with excitement? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, you know, I, I think that's a great place for us to just kind of wrap up here. Um uh, Ray, if, I, I don't know if you can say that exactly like you said it again, but um, if you just reiterate that for us, and, and then I'll jump in and pray. Well, I'm just looking at verse 10. It says, when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And what an opportunity for us to discover that joy in a fresh way in this season. You know, it's not about our circumstances, but the awe and wonder that we would encounter him uh, the Christ child, the Christ, as Jesus, as one who is returning again, that someday we will actually begin to worship him actually face to face. And so, Lord, that's our prayer this morning, is, is that as we wrap up this show, that we would encounter you in the same, with the same anticipation, in the same way that those uh, wise men did so many years ago, and that we would begin even now to prepare our hearts and our minds and our hands and our feet to do that. And we just pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Well, thanks again, Ray. We thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you, the listener, uh, for joining us as well. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.